Friday night was a showdown to match the magnitude of the Rocky Mountains. Nikola Jokic led the cavalry early. Jokic learned how to shoot the three over Gobert last year in the bubble and hits this one. Then the Jazz turned to their main weapon, Boyan Bogdanovich. Left corner's Bogdanovich, fires the three, hits, he's got 40. And before it was done, Rudy Gobert had stopped the carabiner dead in his tracks. Jokic, mid-block left, looking to take over the game. Works to the middle, a running hook. Gobert blocked it! Gobert blocked the running hook! And the fans had a new favorite. Now it's time to go back to work almost immediately with the number one seed looming over the horizon. It's the Jazz and the Rockets. Tip-off is now. I think it's only the right thing to do tonight is watch Rudy and a 6'7 center named Martin. Kenyon Martin. Kenyon Martin at six foot seven. And how much guts will he have to try to shoot over the top and around Rudy Gobert? Or will he try to take Rudy away from the basket? Ron, I don't know a lot about Kenyon Martin Jr., if I'm honest. Um, I mean, I prepped him for the game, but I, I don't, like, he didn't play college ball. I know his dad, though. Yes. <laughs> I'm guessing the guts were mandatory at that house. <laughs> uh, I got a story about that. He grew up in Chino Hills, went to the Sierra Canyon School that so many of the other guys did, and then went to IMT. Here's the Jazz opening possession. What does Quinn Snyder run for the first possession? It's a Boyan drive to the basket, a corkscrew layup that doesn't go in. And the Rockets come the other way. Tate to the front court. Tate goes all the way to the rack, coast to coast, lays it up and in. You see there, they have five guys out there on the floor that will run the break and handle all. And I would suspect they switch one through five. Here's Niang driving, stepping through, putting up a right-hand floater and scoring. You know, as much as we've kind of dismissed who they have and their limited and their injury list is exactly what I said, they led for most of the second quarter last night against Milwaukee, and the game was tied at halftime and tied midway through the third. Tate will pull back for a jump shot and miss it. He played center at Ohio State at 6-4. He's not a good shooter. If you recall last time these times teams played, the Jazz played a lot of zone very successfully. George Niang's open in the left corner on a Joe Ingles give, and he swishes it home, 5-2 Utah. Ron, when you play a back-to-back like the Jazz are tonight after an effort like yesterday, do you get out here and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, my legs aren't moving? Like, what do you feel as a player? Sometimes it's a carryover from what you did the night before. I don't think... I mean, you can have heavy legs, that, that's Ingles for sure, but that'll happen fires the ball. three and hits. Sorry, Ron, finish that thought. You can get heavy legs, but that won't happen early in the ballgame. So you're not immediately feeling it. You're not trying no. to play through the stiffness. No, and I'm sure. Augustine drives, underhand scoop as he gets near Gobert, misses at the rim. 8-2 Utah, great start for the Jazz. They've hit their shots early. Two of two from three. Joe goes out to the corner to O'Neal, resets Joe. Joe calls a special play. Last five games, 13 points a game for Joe. He takes a left-hand drive, loses the ball, bounces to a cutting O'Neal, it deflects out to Niang. He's off balance, gives it to Royce. Two on the shot clock. They try to pull it down low to Rudy, and Lamb fouls it. I don't think these are household names that you'll know a long time from now, but just little tiny stories about each of them can help you get some texture to the game because you haven't heard of these Rocket players. Anthony Lamb is the first player ever out of the University of Vermont to play in the NBA. A catamount. 8-2. Ingles. 
trying to get it to Bogdanovich. He just got hit on the elbow like on the funny bone. Grabbing his left arm a little bit. Ingles drives, gets caught on the baseline, has to throw it up in the air, and the end comes back to get it to shot clock violation. Boyan is still grabbing his left elbow. It's like it got hooked on something. Shaking it. Well, we have to watch that and see. It's kind of still, I'm watching it right now. He's still got, he's got his, his fingers left. wide open, so he's trying to get it to work right. It's not holding it naturally. It's a good he, thing it's his left elbow. Tate will fire a three. The left-hander rims another one. Battle for the rebound comes out. Ingles has it at half court. Jazz played amazing transition basketball the other night. Niang, early three, up and in. The Jazz running for threes again tonight. They averaged 1.9 points per transition the other night. They lead it 11 to two. Augustine, right side. Jeffries for three, hits it. Jeffries made six of his last 17 three-point shot attempts. A little below, a little above 33%. He put, spent some time in Sacramento. He's been around the league a tiny bit. Bogdanovich bumping and backing on Jeffries. Works to the middle and scores it. Jeffries is six foot five. He went to Western Texas College, a junior college. So these are not familiar names because they went to junior colleges or Vermont or things like that or because no one watches college basketball. DJ Augustine left side, works the baseline, swirls on a reverse layup, no good. Rebound comes down to Gobert. Jazz leading 13 to five is coming up the front court is Ingles, chesting it to O'Neal, handing it to Rudy who lays it up and in with a nice step through move and then lets the ball bounce off his head. What do you do as a coach when you... If you're Steven Stiles you and this see, is like your introduction to getting a coach in the NBA. Steven, Steven yeah. Silas. Yeah. Steven <laughs> Stiles, you sing music right now when things are bad. Right. You sit down, you go find Mr. Crosby, Mr. Young, and you sit around and sing some songs and everybody's happy around you. Yeah. And they're very relaxed and mellow. But if you're Steven Silas, you're not in good shape. You feel Fif sorry for him. 15 to 5, Jazz have the lead. Timeout on the floor on the Jazz Radio Utah Jazz Sound Flash. From the time that we hurt his wrist, he, he just stayed consistent with his approach and continued to work. And, you know, he's a heck of a player. He's obviously capable of doing that. He's made big shots and had big games to carry us before. I don't think anybody in the locker room is surprised. I think everybody's really happy for us and happy for him. Without Mitchell and Conley, it makes it a little bit different, but they're still shooting a ton of threes and getting out in transition and making threes. But Donovich is a problem. Gobert, all of the problems that he creates. Yeah, it's a difficult challenge. Quinn Snyder's even Silas. In our Paul Silas's son. One of the great big mountain of a man rebounders. And his son Absolutely. is the skinniest spaghetti. Bogdanovich down low, layup blocked, and he fires through and finishes. Jazz lead at 17 to five. That was brought to you by Newskin Jazz. Proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Discover more at newskin.usa.com. Let's play some jazz bingo for jazz tickets to an upcoming home game. We're gonna do something a little different tonight if you're staying with us on the broadcast. Derek Favors field goal tonight. A Derek Favors field goal tonight will be your jazz bingo. So it'll happen a little bit longer, a little later. 17-7 Jazz. Gobert's deep in the post and he dunks. As, as Lamb flops, hoping to get a call. Ron pointed out in the opening part of this broadcast, they don't have anybody taller than 6'5", and Rudy looks like a high school senior against the seventh grade down low. Augustine, 6'1", driving, pass deflected by Rudy, stolen by Bogdanovich. 
on the run. Bogdanovich goes coast to coast. He's fouled and finishes and does a somersault the other way. He'll buy it. He'll get one free. And the Jazz lead 21 to 7. I got a text from someone today, Ron, on my drive down to the arena. He said, how many points are you giving me? And I said, 35. And he said, not taking it unless I get 37.5. So that meant that. No, I said 34. He knows, he knows the line. <laughs> I don't know what the line was tonight. Lacombe, what was the line tonight? Let's make this game more interesting. 22 to seven, Jazz ahead, five minutes in. Right side, Jeffries. Top of the key, three by Martin is up and in. The line was what, 15 and a half? How many of your houses did you put on this, Tim? 22 to 10, Favors is in the game. Never know, they battled and came back against Milwaukee last night, they'll play hard. Bogdanovich driving, shot no good, loose ball rebound comes down to the Rockets. Martin, one hand pass ahead to Tate. Tate get, attacks, Favors at the cup, misses. Clarkson taps the rebound out, Jazz on the run. Clarkson looking around, surveys the seed, loses the ball on his hip, now recovers. Comes off a Favors pick, terminates, swings to Royce O'Neal, three ball left side for Royce, no good. And Martin of the Rockets rebounds with the Jazz leading 22 to 10. Tate at the top, Tate's had a nice year, and may have made himself some NBA money, kicks it out to the veteran Augustine who hits the three, and the Rockets are now three of six from three, and the game's 22 to 13. Clarkson hesitates, fires off the back rim, no good. Comes out to Tate on the break. Jeffries, left side three is good. Jeffries played in Sacramento last year, and then for the beginning of this year, he actually spent 18 games there. Has spent 11 with the Rockets, making his fifth start. Trent Forrest is in the game. Cross-court pass to O'Neal, 22 to 16. Jazz lead is only six. Clarkson works inside, steps back with a jump shot and hits it. Jordan's the Jazz leading available score at 18. He's been averaging 19 over the last 10. Left side, Tate going one-on-one. -on -one. Big Euro step to the rack, misses the left-hand layup. Here comes O'Neal, hands it off to Forrest, who's got a lot of time recently. The rookie out of Florida State, undrafted two-way player. Bogdanovich in the block, no one's guarding him. He cross court to Clarkson, rotates to Royce, rolls Royce, rolls it out of the rim. That one was deep in and popped out. Jazz are three of six to start, 10 of 15 overall. Tate going one on one again, this time he finishes. And you see that they're really pushing the ball. We'll see what those legs are like in the second half. Quinn wants a timeout. Jay Sean Tate, undrafted, six foot four, 230 pound center out of Ohio State going coast to coast and it's 24-18. Jazz lead is down to six on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. And it's great to win, regardless of who, who's in, who's out. The goal for us is really, you know, to get better every night. You know, every night is a challenge. Every night is an opportunity for us. And, uh, you know, and also every night is an opportunity for some guys that don't really usually get minutes to, to, to step up. And obviously, Boyan always get minutes, but guys like Trent, Mie, you know, all those guys have been, have been having huge impact for us. And I think uh, on the long run, you know, it's going to be only positive for us. Rudy Gobert and your Vivint player sound flash. Vivint 
for smart security, professionally installed. 24-18. Boyan Bogdanovich, left block, guarded by Jeffries, about the same size, cross-court pass to Forrest in the corner. Drives, hooks it back to Bogdanovich in the left corner, drives in line, behind the back pass to Forrest, sets his feet, shoots the corner three and misses. 24-18, if you haven't heard this before, Trent Forrest in college shot 25% from three. It's not a strength. He'll have to rebuild that shot in the offseason. Daniel House, who's played with the Rockets over the last little while, fires a three over favors, and next thing you know, after we question the line of being 15, it's down to three. As the Rockets surging. Clarkson going one-on-one. -on -one. Not a lot of ball movement out of the Jazz and Jordan right now, and he misses again. One for three. Brooks, who started the last time against the Jazz, made his first career start. Down low, Martin scores over Favors, and it's 24-23. The Jazz are on the wrong side of a 16-2 Rockets run, Ron. Forrest, unguarded, left corner three again, no good again. Well, we knew that the Rockets team wanted, wanted to play fast. Didn't anticipate them. Driving and turning it over is, Brooke, is Thomas. Out of Creighton, Ron. Yeah. Left side, Clarkson into the lane. Big steps, off balance right-hander, got it. 26-23 Jazz. This is what they did last night. They fell behind early. They worked it back. They tied it. Midway through the first, they took the lead in the second. They led for most of the second against Milwaukee, who was pretty healthy. In fact, Milwaukee's starting five was their regular starting five last night. Right side three is no good by Jeffries. 26-23, Forrest comes to the front court and in and out right hand dribble, hard attack on the rack, draws the foul. That's where Forrest is very good. He's got a significant sized lower body so that he's able to Drive in with power, hold his space. If he gets his shoulder by you, he can hold ground. Derek Favors will check out without executing bingo for us. Not a great stint for the bench. Niang, Gobert, and Ingles checked out at the five minute mark. The Jazz were up 15. Favors, Clarkson, and Forrest came in. The Jazz went outscored by 12 points. So Favors checks out in four minutes. Notched a steal and a rebound. Rockets with eight players. You think you can wear them down a little bit? I think if they continue this pace and don't forget the altitude, you know, they just and the fact they played last night and the fact they flew into town and what else? Start to lose a little steam. Yeah. 28-23. <laughs> it's like you telling me you like golf. Brooks driving to the rack, lays it up and in. 28-25, bunch of guys making a name for themselves right now. 16-6 run by the Rockets. Ingles drives, House goes down, offensive foul. Andy Nagy officiating his 50th game of his NBA career with the call. Our other two officials are Jonathan Sterling in his fourth year, and Mark Davis is back again tonight in his 23rd year. 147 playoff games, 14 NBA Finals. Jonathan Sterling, his claim to fame is? Ron Boone? Yes. Do you know? Married to another official? Yes, that is true. 
Oh, geez, George Niang just fell awkwardly on the ground. Rockets miss. George a little, and then the Jazz turn it over. Niang is back, but a reverse layup is up and in for Thomas. Let's see if George is all right. He looks to be fine. He fell really awkwardly. Jazz are only up one. Clarkson going to the lane. One-on-one -on -one again and not passing again. Ball movement has just been non-existent. Jordan came out to score 40 tonight. And it started the night two of five. 28-27. House left side. Pull up three over Ingles is no good. Loose ball. Ingles has it. They want to play <clears throat> scrappy and fast. And I feel like on a night like tonight, we got to keep moving the ball to keep everyone engaged. But George Niang's pass goes right to the Rockets. Martin driving. Ingles is there. Martin puts out the glass, gets it back, lays it up and in. The Rockets lead it 29-28. The Jazz have been out-rebounded. Wait a sec. What was that note? Outscored 20 to 6. Ingles driving. They bring help over. His left-hand layup scores over the top. Ingles is eyeing Mark Davis. That does not end well for most players in this league. 30 to 29. Mark Davis is an official. 42 seconds left in the quarter. Daniel House with it. House being asked to do a lot more than when he used to sit in the wing and wait for a pass from James Harden. Works it one-on-one, -on -one, has Gobert, step back, long arcing jumper short, foul on the rebound on Niang. Rockets are on a 22-8 run, and it's 30-29 here in the first quarter. I mean, this game is absolutely the same as the Rockets game last night against Milwaukee. They fell behind by about 12 early and they worked their way back and twice tied it and then it was tied at the end of the first quarter. And then they probably ran out of gas like Ron Boone's telling it's gonna happen. Martin straight down the barrel, three is good. KJ Martin, Kenyon Martin's son, gives the Rockets the two point lead. 14 seconds left of the quarter, shot clock is off. Ingles working the top. Flares it up to Clarkson. Clarkson drives straight down the lane, jumps up high off two feet, cocks it behind his head and rips it through, tying the game at 32. House will shoot a three at the horn and miss. And the Rockets have got to feel like they're in deja vu because this is exactly what they did last night against the Milwaukee Bucks. The Jazz better hope that it goes exactly that way because by the time we hit the fourth quarter, the Bucks were up 18 on that game. We're tied at 32 at the end of one on the Jazz Radio Network. Is that Ned Siegfried, Ron? Did you see that up on the screen? I did not. Oh, it looked like Ned Siegfried was in the building tonight. I mean, that's... Probably is. He, he likes basketball. He does. Siegfried and Jensen. When there's a review, they can be like, oh, that's our review. Uh, K.J. Martin had 10 points for the Rockets, who have the Jazz tied at 32 right now. George Niang lead the Jazz with eight. Boyan Bogdanovich has seven. We're underway in the second quarter. Rockets very shorthanded, playing guys you frankly have not heard about. Here's Kyrie Thomas, who was the defensive player of the year of his conference out of Creighton. Not a great shooter, pretty good athlete. And has bounced around a little bit, and he hits the top of the key jumper, and the Rockets lead. Ingles left wing, holding between his legs, 
Jabs left, goes right, chests it to Matt Thomas, who's playing tonight. Flares it back out to Niang for three. It squirrels out. Offensive rebound, Rudy, but a foul on Rudy Gobert for the rebound on a push. Bunch of games of interest tonight around the NBA. Portland is hosting San Antonio. The Warriors are playing Oklahoma City. Memphis already won against Toronto. And Denver's playing Brooklyn. We'll keep you up to date on all of them. Right corner three for the Rockets goes off. That's Brooks. And the rebound comes down to Thomas. Ingles, Matt Thomas, George Niang, Rudy Gobert, and Mia Oni on the floor for the Jazz. So Quinn extending the rotation tonight. Gobert throws a pass up top. Lazily stolen by Thomas the other way. Slam dunk. Rudy's being bothered by Jayshon Tate, who is bumping and grabbing and holding him and bumping him by the time he hits the three-point line. Rockets are switching everything one through five. And a pass to Niang goes off his kneecaps as he drops it. And the Rockets lead by four, and the Jazz look like a Shakespeare play right now. Three ball for Thomas is up no good. Rebound, loose ball, Rockets get it. Right side, Brooks drives the baseline, sees Gobert, gives to Tate, attacks, Gobert comes over and takes away the shooting angle and gets the rebound. Ingles on the run. Ingles gives to Oni, bounce to the corner, George Niang for three, yes sir. By the way, the Shakespeare play was comedy of errors. 36-35. Right wing drive by Lamb, deflected, loose ball, picked up by Oni. Had a great defensive game last night. Guarding Michael Porter, throws a bad pass to Thomas, tight ropes the sideline, gives to Ingles, quick release three, no good. Rebound comes down to the Rockets. By the way, that steal by Rudy a moment ago passed Thurl Bailey on the all-time steals list for the Jazz as they work it up to House right wing and he hits the three. And the Rockets lead the Jazz by four. At this point the other night, they led the Bucks by four. This is their script. Ingles lobs it into Rudy. Three guys there. Rudy gets knocked over as he tries to catch it. Daniel House comes over to help him up as well as Mia Oni. Well, I don't think it's any secret the game plan for the Houston Rockets, and we touched on this before, they are going to play fast. We knew the Jazz had to run fast on the defensive end of the floor, make sure you get back. I think offensively on the half court, they can get just about anything they want. But Quinn is sticking with his rotation. Trent Forrest checks in, Derek Favors checks in. So it's now Forrest, Thomas, Oney, Clarkson, and Favors. Wow, four guards. So playing them small. Clarkson driving, off balance, left hand side shot, no good. Jordan's three of seven tonight. Top for three, Brooks, good. And the Rockets lead it 42-35. About this point against Milwaukee the other night, they took their largest lead, never got a bigger one. Let's see if the Jazz can take control of this. Rockets switching. Matt Thomas left wide open for three. Misses. He has not found his range at altitude yet. Rockets are blowing the Jazz out. The Jazz led by 15. They have outscored the Jazz since then by 22 points. Brooks for another three. 
Front rim no good, Forrest rebounds. Can the Jazz find some energy? Matt Thomas, right side. Thomas into the post to Favors with a poor pass. Favors has to go down to get it. He does, Oni drives, throws up a wild reverse layup, gets his own rebound, kicks to Thomas, right side three is on the mark. Timeout, Steven Silas. 42-38, Jazz back within four. 8.03 left in the second on the Jazz Radio Network. Here was 2000. Carl Malone would pass Magic Johnson for sixth all-time in playoff scoring. He did it on a night where he had 27 points against the Seattle Supersonics to seal the victory and the series for the Jazz. The mailman would leave an impact on many players going forward. In fact, here's NBA greats Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan talking about Carl. Just playing against him uh, goes hard every possession. Uh, Whenever he's out there, he's he's defending, he's slapping at the ball. He's finding every little way to get stuff done. I learned a lot of that from him. And he never stopped running. I mean, just when you thought, oh, he's a little tired, oh, I'm a little tired, he would just sprint. One thing I learned to take from him is suck it up and just push it out. The Supersonic Series would be the last series the Jazz would win with John Stockton and Carl Malone on the same team. That's your day in history, brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Utah Jazz are trailing the Houston Rockets 42-38 as K.J. Martin comes in the league, jumps off a trampoline, high above the defense, and misses the five-footer. Bogdanovich going coast-to-coast, drives, gets it stolen, gets his own rebound back, and puts it up and in. I think that was more of a, a rest time out there, but... Steven Silas called. Well, that's probably smart. Kyrie Thomas, pull-up jumper, no good at the top. Here come the Jazz. Down by two, they led by 15, trailed by seven. Clarkson swings it left side to Forrest. On the floor with Thomas. Forrest favors in Bogdanovich. Clarkson calls for a switch. Gets it. Drives, bounces into Favors. Layup good. Derek Favors with a basket right there for Derek Favors, his first basket of the night. A basket for Derek Favors. When you switch all over the floor, you need cutters. Forrest knocks a pass away and gets a steal. Forrest comes up the right side of the floor with the right-hand dribble, chest to Clarkson, looks to rotate in the corner. It's taken away, back to Forrest, pick and roll with Favors. Swings to Clarkson. They run off action on the switching defense of the Rockets. Forrest is in the corner. Drives the left hand, puts up a right hand push shot, and scores. And the Jazz have regained the lead 44-42. This is a Tom and Jerry game, Ron. I didn't understand what you meant by that earlier, but And now you I still know. don't know what it means by Tom and Jerry? As K.J. Martin hits a three left side. He's got 13. Well, I hope it's a Tom and Jerry game. Here's what I mean by a Tom and Jerry game. You watch the cartoon for 30 minutes, in this case will be for four quarters as Clarkson gets the ball knocked out of bounds. You know how it's gonna end at the end, right? All Tom and Jerry episodes end the exact same. But in the middle, there's a little fun drama, but by the end, it's always the same. It's kind of like the love boat. Let's hope. With Isaac. Let's hope. And Julie McCoy. This is like the same thing. 45-44, 45-44, Bogdanovich gets, yeah, if it's not, then we have to fight, like, the rectors have to go away. Bogdanovich drives in the lane, draws the foul, pushes up a right-hander, bounces off the back rim. Bogdanovich, one of the Jazz's most superstitious players is Boyan Bogdanovich. Hmm. Has very specific routines to his day. 
goes to the line, takes his bounces. Free throw, it's good. Forty-five, forty-five, five forty, fifty-nine left in the second quarter. We're halfway through the quarter. Quiet arena tonight. Utah Jazz play-by-play -play, proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. Whether you're buying, building, or refinancing, the mortgage expert at Golden West Credit Union will find you the perfect loan for your needs. The best financing available. Get today's rates and apply online at minutes at gwcu.org. Jazz missed the free throw. Get the rebound. Forrest misses. He goes to 0 for 4 or 1 for 3 today. And the Jazz can't clear this one. So the Rockets have the rebound in a 45-45 tie. Working inside is Lamb. He draws on Bogdanovich and draws a foul. All right, let's check in for the Spurs and the Blazers early in the second quarter and see what's going on there. They set it against Devin Vassell. 14 to shoot. Screen by Ennis Cantor for Simons, who takes the left side, pulls up long two. That shot is good for Anthony Simons. And a timeout for Greg Popovich. Five-point lead for the Blazers. It's their biggest lead tonight. 9.33 to go second quarter, your score. The Portland Trailblazers lead the Spurs by a score of 33-28. to 28. All Spurs right, ready. Spurs going to probably be a fine after their win last night against Sacramento, pretty much eliminating the Kings. And New Orleans struggles. Free throws split by Lamb. Portland is trying to hold on to that sixth spot. They have basically a two-game lead on the Lakers with five to play. Forrest turns the corner, gets in the lane, draws contact, will get two free throws. And there he is at his best. Forrest will go to the line. Florida State's done a lot of winning in basketball recently. A lot of high-level recruits. Trent Forrest was a large part of that. Makes the first free throw. Jazz liked Forrest in camp. He grew up in Dothan, Alabama. Went to high school then in Florida before moving to Florida State. 47-46, Jazz on a 12-4 run to regain the lead. Brooks thinks about a deep three, comes off the pick. Jazz switch it nicely. Augustine at the top. Jazz defense is picked up a little bit here. Yeah, and the rotation is perfect right now. Augustine calls out for a pick. Jazz double Augustine. He drives, bounces it out to Brooks, takes a dribble to his right. They call a shot clock violation before the shot got off. And this is what you have to do with a game like this. You have to just trust what you're doing out there on the floor. Trust your teammates. Left wing, Bogdanovich, left post. Smaller, 6-1 Augustine defending. And illegal defense on the Rockets. Rockets front office just seeing if they can find a gem somewhere. Well, look at this. Boyan's going to shoot the technical three. Instead of Clarkson. Instead of Clarkson, who's dropped David to number nine. From number one to number nine. Boyan's leading for the face. I saw that. It's like someone scratched his face yeah, there on so. his left side there. Boyan's got himself 11 points tonight. Last ten, five games, he's averaging 31 a game. Bogdanovich mid-block left, 6-1 Augustine. They may be in a zone. Phil Bailey says he's got a mouse in the house here. Turns, finds Favors. Reverse side layup, no good, but Favors is fouled. We'll go to the line. 
you notice what happened there. Derek Favors man goes over to double. So Derek follows it. Goes, and that just means he's going to be open. Just didn't, was unable to finish. A lot of people played bingo with us tonight. I'll choose a winner at a timeout. Favors made the first field goal. Thank you to all who are listening and staying tuned with Ron and I. We appreciate it throughout the season. Excited for the playoff run. 49-46, Jazz by three. 4.42 left in the quarter. Fave's second free throw is right on the numbers. Four-point advantage and a very different atmosphere than last night, which was a raucous, energy-filled, electric arena. Brooks, deep three over Favors, and he hits. Brooks, who's playing in his 16th NBA game, came in shooting 36% from three. Well, last five ball games, David, he has taken 44 three-point yeah, shots. He's taken seven a game out of his eight shots. Clark's a beautiful move, step back three, got it, and Brooks got Shook, 53-49. Augustine, bounces to Martin, back to Augustine. Played playoff games for Orlando the last few years. Patty Cake in the left corner between Brooks and Jeffries. Jeffries gets on the wing, fires the three, misses. Clark's in the front court. Gordon's got nine points, shoots a three, and Brooks fouled him. So three free throws coming. My LHM stat of the night for you tonight, Ron. Rockets 29th in the league in transition defense. Jazz number one in the league in transition offense. We have probably not talked about that enough. I think you better have a fight, you and, you and Amanda. About what? Now who's 29th in defense? Who's what and what? You weren't listening to me. Who's first in defense? No, last in defense. You just said. I have the Rockets as 27th in defense in non-playoff time and 29th in transition defense. Okay. What does Amanda have? Same thing. You guys are right on. Amanda and I are connected. That's what you 56-49. Ingles knocks away a handoff. Ball's being jousted for. Ingles runs it down. Cross-court pass to O'Neal. Jazz by seven. Royce is going to just gallivant down the middle of the lane for an easy left-hand deuce. And the Jazz have now taken a nine-point lead. Driving is Martin. Kick out Thomas. Left corner three deep in the cup. No, but flying high is Jeffries for the slam dunk. Amanda's sending me Tom and Jerry gifts. We are connected right now. Three ball, Joe Ingles off the back rim, no good. Rebound comes out to Jeffries. No relation to the former Jazz or Jeffries. Remember him? We had him for a little while out of Chicago. Driving to the basket, Thomas is fouled by the Jazz. 58-51, a somewhat emotionless night for the Jazz and the crowd, and the Jazz lead it by seven with 2.55 left in the quarter on the Jazz Radio Network.
This is Andrew Sorensen with your player profile. Royce O'Neal has become a vital part of the Jazz. Here's his thoughts on his journey with Utah. I don't know how far I can come, you know, starting overseas to now. And the fans are amazing. Still not a cold guy, but getting used to it. I think from my preseason game, getting my tooth knocked out again, playing in the Stars game, then playing in the first NBA game, scoring the first points. Just the journey that come a long way, you know, just from day one. Royce O'Neal, your player spotlight today. Royce. Developed right in front of us ever since the day. Lost a tooth in the first game. That's brought to you by our friends at Smith's. Smith's Food and Drug. Kyrie Thomas going to line here. With the Jazz leading at 58-51. Leading scores. K.J. Martin, 13. Jeffries, 10 for the Rockets. 12 for Clarkson, 11 for Bogdanovich, and 11 for Niang. At Smith's, you can enjoy fresh food you love with the convenience of a free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Smith's, fresh for everyone. O'Neal, down low to Gobert on the UCLA cut. Catches, and he gets tied up in a jump ball with a smaller Thomas, who might have taken a shot in the nether regions? I think this may have been in the face. No, I thought the way he reacted, delayed, it was the octaves, and now I'm certain of it, Ron, because he's walking around holding below his belt. I know. Grabbing it. I don't think that's I was his. Ron, that's not his face. Clean it up a little bit. That is not his face. He is now being asked to do a jump ball against Rudy Gobert while he can't breathe. And Gobert taps it to Royce O'Neal, rotates to Bogdanovich, left-hand drive to the lane, layup good. Bogey's got 13 coming off his career night. Crowd was awesome with him after the game. He was awesome with the crowd. Augustine bounces it up top to K.J. Martin, spins Rudy around, drives to the basket. Rudy blocks it. Mark Davis calls a foul. Rudy knows it's right. He's so bummed because he just spiked that ball. Second foul on Rudy. Two free throws coming for Martin. So the scoreboard tonight in the NBA of importance. Memphis won tonight against Toronto. What does that mean? That means that Memphis is now even with the Warriors for the 8-9 spot. Yeah, Seven right. plays eight and nine plays 10. So the, the chances of making the regular playoffs, if you don't, if you play the 9-10 game are far, far less. So now the Memphis Grizzlies are one game over 500. Incredible year for Taylor Jenkins and the crew. Here comes a Bogdanovich drive, kick to Clarkson, rotate to Ingles, he penetrates the lane, flares it to the corner to O'Neal, who has to jump to catch it, tries to bully it down to Gobert, can't handle it because there's too much traffic, dives to the ground, but it gets picked up by the Rockets and a fast break for K.J. Martin, and the Rockets will not go away. Ron, I know this will be stunning to you, but they lost the lead against Milwaukee midway through the second quarter and then regained it in the final two minutes 
before being tied at halftime last night. Bogdanovich, right baseline jumper is good. Augustine, out to Martin, who's hit a few threes tonight. Pushes this one up there, but short. Gobert rebounds, jetting to the front court is Clarkson. Goes behind his back, crosses over into the lane. Right hand floater scores. 64-56. Either a left side dribble drive, denied. That was Brooks, gives it off to Thomas, who shoots the three, misses. A minute left in the quarter. Ingles to the front court. Joe's got five dimes already. Hands to Bogdanovich. Hard left-hand drive to the basket. Stops. Fades back off the wrong foot. Misses. And the rebound comes out to the Rockets. Thomas. Gives it off. And a three ball by Jeffries. No good. But Jeffries runs down his own miss. Knocks it away from the Jazz. And goes out of bounds. That is a guy playing for his career right there. Absolutely. You don't see an NBA veteran shoot a three, know it's off, sprint for the three-point line down to try to knock it away. Jeffries, this second year in the league. Played in Sacramento prior. It's one of the more experienced players at this point. Ingles, hard left-hand drive, turns the corner, scoop, there it is. Joe Ingles puts the Jazz up by 10 with 34 seconds left in the second quarter. Ron, people wondering about that play-in game. Making a lot of games on the schedule, awfully interesting. Power drive by Thomas up and in. Rudy kind of twisted his right leg. Last time the Jazz played the Rockets, Donovan Mitchell got hurt. Hand checking Joe Ingles at the front. Ingles swiping away at it. Now comes, switches directions. Lamb gets buried by a Gobert pick. Rudy catches on the roll, big steps, misses the layup with five seconds left. Here comes Brooks going coast to coast. Nobody stops him. He lays it up and in, and we'll go to the half with the Rockets within six. 66-60 on the Jazz Radio Network. We're at the half. Coach Mike Wells joining us with the Jazz 66 and the Rockets 60. Coach Wells, what's your feeling on the overall energy from the club tonight? Um, <laughs> you know, I think that uh, we're going to have a natural where we're going to have to kind of get ourselves going a little bit, Locke. You know, we expended a lot of energy last night. I thought we had some really good moments there in the first half, um, you know, followed by, um, you know, Houston's got some young guys that are running around, uh, you know, at full speed too. So we've got to clean up our precision and force a little bit on both ends. On the offensive side, I think they're switching everything one through five, if I saw it correctly, because they're equal size. Yet at times you're having, still having great ball movement. What are the things you're doing well to get that ball movement? Well, you know, uh, Locke, we've, um, we've played against this uh, switching defense from Houston for years. Um, it's precision, the ball and the big have got to be in rhythm. Uh, we've got to slip out of those screens right at the right time. Rudy's got to be able to get below the switching defender. And when we do that, the weak side's going to collapse. And that's when the open uh, open guys are all over the floor because they'll be in the paint. Coach Wells, thanks you very much. Good luck in the second okay. half. Thank you.
Second half about to get underway. Rockets in their black uniforms coming up to the front court. Jazz leading at 66-60 in a game that's gone really almost exactly as you'd anticipate. Jazz trying to find energy in a crowd that doesn't have a lot. Tate goes to the basket, sees Gobert, tries to go reverse side, throws a wild layup, no good. Jazz have lacked the precision that Mike Wells talked about a moment ago, and they do here as they throw it off Bogdanovich's shoulder, then recover out to Ingles for three, and he hits. On the other end, the Jazz have kind of yo-yoed up and back and forth, led by as many as 15, trailed by seven, lead by nine now, and they get a steal. And going down is Lamb, hobbled as he comes up. Quickly, Bogdanovich, left corner three, back rim no good, long rebound controlled by Jeffries. The Rockets are a bunch of players you've never heard of right now, all trying to make a name for themselves in the NBA in an often injured roster or deeply injured roster, and these guys are all trying to establish themselves as having value in the league. Tate will shoot a three here and miss, and Ingles will rebound. 69-60 Jazz. Three ball, right side, Joe Ingles in transition, no good. Loose ball rebound, good hustle, but Lamb controls it for the Rockets. Crowd late getting back to their seats, and the energy in the building is just non-existent tonight. Such a stark contrast to the incredible game the other night as it K.J. Martin rolls to the basket and dunks. He's their leading scorer with 18, having a heck of a game. Simple give and go play. I found it interesting that Coach Wells talked about Rudy switching. And Rudy gets a nice lob from Ingles down low, and that's his fifth shot attempt of the night, and he should be taking advantage of more guys down low. Switching, but they wanted him to get underneath the screen, get low. Three ball left side by Jeffries, no good. Rockets are 38%, not sure that can last. Jazz, who run for threes, have Niang outside the left side in quick transition. Close out by the Rockets. He blows by it and lays it up and in. Niang has been a, a pretty good starter, doesn't he? Driving the basket. Tate attacking Gobert. Gets it eradicated. Transition. Ingles swings to Niang. Lobs down low to Rudy. Turnaround five-foot jump shot's no good. Gets his own rebound. Flares it out to O'Neal. Fires the three and hits. And the Jazz have come out taking a 14-point lead. You expect those legs to give? I think there's a little urgency right now because the guys know if they give about 12 minutes, they get the next 12 off. Jazz lead it by 14 on the Jazz Radio Network. George Niang's open in the left corner on a Joe Ingles give, and he swishes it home. Niang, early three, up and in. The Jazz running for threes again tonight. Bounce to the corner. George Niang for three. Yes, sir. George Niang's your WCF Insurance player spotlight brought to you by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. Jazz getting a 14-point lead here, 76-62, 9.33 left. Tate driving, right side, Martin Jr. Back to Tate inside, sees Gobert, gives to Martin Jr., scores it. He's quite an athlete, didn't play college, played at the elite school in Southern California for basketball, where LeBron's kids and Wade's kids are going, and then went to IMG, went undrafted. Left hand drive by Bogdanovich, drop step spin, great defense, but a foul. And Bogdanovich will get two free throws. Utah Jazz play-by-play -play is proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. 
Whether you're buying, building, or refinancing, the mortgage experts at Golden West Credit Union will find the perfect loan for you. Your needs are the best financing available. Get today's rates and apply online at minutes at gwcu.org. We were talking about Steven Silas a few minutes ago and watching his dad play at Creighton University in Omaha when I was in school. Sophomore, he was slender. Oh, nice seriously? Nice body. Came back as a junior. Huge. Led the I mean, nation in I, I rebounding two yeah, years. Yeah, I remember him when he was with the Seattle Supersonics and the Houston Rockets, if I remember correctly, and as just a massive, massive rebounder, former NBA All-Star, two-time, if I remember correctly. Yeah, absolutely. Five-time All-Defensive player, Paul Silas. Led the nation in rebounding, I think, two years, the junior and senior year in college. It's interesting. I don't, you know, it's funny, Ron, is that what I don't remember, he didn't play with the Rockets. I was wrong about that. He played with the Suns. The his Celtics his too, best right? years were the Celtics, and that actually just, as, I mean, I was, I have to admit, I was three, four, and five when he played for the Celtics, so maybe not stunning that I don't remember him. Augustine foul will get free throws. He misses the first. Well, he, Stephen is the reason, well, that he's in coaching because his father was coaching Charlotte would be my memory Charlotte on that. And I Charlotte could be wrong. And gave his son an opportunity. And finally, after all of these years, getting a chance to be a head coach. Now, Ron Boone, when you say that Paul Silas led the nation in rebounding at Creighton, Correct. do you recall how many rebounds per game that was? Uh, 16, maybe. Wrong. 20. If it's over 20, I definitely, I'm guessing His now. first year was 27, second year was 23, next was 21, next year was 22. Right. Jazz by 12, Niang in the right corner, fires a three, but there's a whistle and a foul. And Gobert is rolling with much more force here in the second half. And they're therefore forcing the Rockets to basically impede his role, and they're getting fouls called. Well, Coach Wells talked about Rudy getting low. On defense. Well, they're and he needs to roll hard here. There Look it hard. is. And Ingles goes right to the basket because Rudy rolled hard. Yeah. You, it's funny how it all works together. We were both watching Rudy. They brought three guys to stop his roll, and they forgot about Joe Ingles on the easy layup. Jazz by 14. Augustine played at Texas, was the ninth pick of the draft. Throws a bad pass up top. Recovered by Jeffries at the logo. Right side to Tate. Back to Augustine. Augustine hit a game-winner in game one of the playoffs two years ago for Orlando. Inside the tape, fading back, rebound battle. Jazz clear. Ingles comes to the front court, not really in a fast transition. Big pick by Niang. Trying to get Rudy down low. Nice catch at the rim. He's fouled, and Rudy will get two free throws. Rudy's a little slow getting up. I think he got hit in the face. Right on the nose. You know, it's fascinating to me that Rudy, seven foot one, he has a seven foot nine Ooh. wingspan. Is that correct? Yes. And he can, he can get on his tiptoes and almost dunk the basketball. Nine foot seven standing reach. They're actually taking a look at this one. It looks like. This foul will be judged for the appropriate penalty. Mark Davis will take a look at this Siegfried and Jensen review. I. Is it, Ron, I'm going to actually think this is going to be called flagrant. Or be hit to the head. You watch this play again. I mean, he just blasts him right in the face. 
Like, he's not anywhere close to basketball. Now, he's 6'4", and Rudy's 7'1", but he comes between Rudy's arms with two hands and hits him smack dab in the face. I don't know if he thought Rudy was going to bring the ball down. But I think yeah, he had no they, other choice. Yeah, they're going to, this has to be. As a matter of fact, all three officials are going to look at it. So okay, the, so since we're talking about Paul Silas. Yes. On that team, he had a kid out of New Jersey named Wahafti. And another kid named Pops Miles that was a guard that Is was this good. Are we talking about Creighton? Creighton. Was this like, now wait a sec. So help wait a minute. Wait a second. I want to make sure we put this in perspective. This is 1960, 1964. Correct. So you are doing what at this point? I'm in high school. So this is your team. Yeah. This is like when you're yeah. go, are you playing pickup against these guys? Oh, no, no, no. These are college kids, man. Right. I didn't know. These are, I'm in like junior high. Okay. <laughs> Somewhere in there. But I brought this up because there was another player on the team called Chris Pointer. Okay. You ever heard of any pointers? Chris Pointer? Like as any in the pointer pointers sisters? at all. The Pointer Sisters, that's right. Oh, I listen their to brother, Pointer Sisters all throughout college. Their brother was uh, on that team. Well. Contact to the nose of Gobert. I could not hear Mark. Flagrant foul. So Gobert will get two free throws and the Jazz will get the ball as they lead by 14. Ron Boone. I don't know if I should reveal this, but I will. We're telling stories during the middle of a broadcast for the seven people listening on a Saturday night. Yeah. So there was a video game called Tecmo Bowl. It was the most popular video game in my college. Okay. My roommate, Mark Teitelman, who has since won multiple Emmys in sports broadcasting. Really? Yep. World, Women's World Cup, ESPYs, a few others. Brilliant guy. For whatever reason, loved the Pointer Sisters. Uh -huh. And whenever we played our matchup of Tecmo Bowl, we had the Pointer Sisters' greatest hits blaring with all sorts of fun, like fire and jump and all the, can't remember all of them, but yes. I've listened to the Pointer Sisters more than I should because I was probably playing way more Tecmo Bowl than doing homework in college. 81-66. Three ball, right side, no good. Loose ball, rebound, Jeffries. Great hustle. And if Lamb follows, no. Loose ball, rebound, Kate. Rockets are relentless with their hustle. Back out the left side to Jeffries. He fires the three and makes it. Well, some of these shots are bricks, and they're coming off the rim very, very hard. Ingles does the Neutron dance all the way to the lane and lays it up and in. Now, what's fascinating about that is very seldom does he drive right and make a layup right-handed. What's even more surprising is I pulled a Pointer Sisters' greatest hit song out <laughs> in the middle of the play-by-play. <laughs> Left-hand drive, up and over Martin, no good, rebound. Ingles. Royce O'Neal brings the slow hand to the front court and gives to Joe. Back cuts, hands to Rudy. He'll rock the Casbah for two. All right, I think I'm done with Pointer Sister songs. That last one was a clash tune. I don't think I got more for you. Oh, I got one more I just thought of. Let's see what we can get here. I don't know how I'm getting this one in. O'Neal steals it. Jazz have a chance for a fast break, but Tate fouls him. 
85-69. Hope you're enjoying the fun and frolics of a Saturday night basketball for the number one team in the NBA. Trent Forrest checks in. Rudy Gobert checks out. Joe Ingles checks out. They had a good first quarter, too. They got the Jazz up by 15 early. Now they put the Jazz up 16. This group struggled in the first quarter. Forrest works the right side. Hands it off to Clarkson. Clarkson rises, fires, jumps for your love with a three straight away. Listen to you, David. Quicker than your average cat. Tate misses the three left side. 19-point lead for the Jazz. Bogdanovich gives it off to O'Neal. Down the middle of the lane. Rotates to the corner. Clarkson for three. No good. Rebound bounding around. Favors tapping for it. Can't control it. Here come the Rockets. The Rockets down by 19. Driving the lane is Tate. Travels. They don't call it. He hooks it over. Favors and scores. Excuse me. That was, well, no. That was Tate. Dan Roberts was wrong. Three of 13 for Tate now. Bogdanovich driving, lost it, turns it over. Bogdanovich diving on the ground, tries to get it away, but can't. Picked up by the Rockets. Thomas for three, no good. How about Bogey coming off his career high, up by 17, diving on the floor for a loose ball there. Left side, Forrest. Takes the corner three, no good. Trent Forrest today, one for four, 0 for three from three. Jazz lead at 88-71. Thomas, who struggles with the shot, goes to 0 for 5 from 3. 88-71, another Creighton product. Clarkson drives the left hand, cut off by Lamb, tries to step through. Pirouettes, short with the shot. Jordan's got 17. He and Bogey are our leading scorers tonight. Rockets come to the front court. Tate with a hard drive in lane, gets fouled by Clarkson. By the way, could the pointer sister brother play? Yes. Or was he just a pointer no, sister brother? No, he was brother? a good player. He was a very good player. He was a starter. About 6'5", I think, 6'4", maybe something like that. Okay. They were one of the best in the country during that time. Well, I would suspect that yeah. that roster sounded pretty good. Yeah. Time out on the floor. 88-72. Quinn Snyder taking an extra moment with Trent Forrest as we head to break. And the Jazz lead it by 16 with 4.36 left in the third on the Jazz Radio Network. Your game summary presented by America First Credit Union on the Zone Sports Network. Flares it up to Clarkson. Clarkson drives straight down the lane, jumps up high off two feet, cocks it behind his head and rips it through. Top for three, Brooks good. And the Rockets lead it 42-35. Ingles, hard left-hand drive, turns the corner, scoop, there it is. Joe Ingles puts the Jazz up by 10 with 34 seconds left in the second quarter. Clarkson rises, fires, jumps for your love with a three straight away. You're gonna have some of our listeners now going to making sure that you knew both songs. Oh, come on now. I got more where that comes from if you, if you need it. I mean, I am so excited to give you more, Ron Boone. Oh, there's, there's one right there. Oh, uh, really? 
Forrest, 88-73. Driving, powers in link, comes back out, guarded by House. Finds Bogdanovich straight away. Drives the right hand on Thomas, a very good defensive player at Creighton, and he blocks the shot out of bounds. Thomas actually has four steals. Thomas was very much thought of as a possibility for the Jazz on the year where they drafted Grayson Allen. He's not a good shooter, and that's what kind of kept him going the draft, but as a defensive stopper, that's what people thought would keep him in the league. Clarkson forces up a corner three with the shot clock expiring. Forrest rises high above the trees and knocks it away to keep it alive. O'Neal gives it out to Clarkson. He penetrates the baseline, shoots and misses, and the rebound goes out of bounds off the Jazz. By the way, Ron, if you would like to continue with the creativity that Forrest just got above the trees to tip that out, I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> I'm impressed, David. Very impressed. 88-73. Jazz by 15. Don't be. Tonight's not going to win us awards. So Thomas, hard drive at Clarkson. He reaches in, knocks it off Thomas's thigh out of bounds. Now what about if Bingo have not... Bingo happened. Favor scored. We have a winner. I haven't announced it yet. I haven't gotten to it. We'll have a winner. Eighty-eight, seventy-three, three forty-four left in the third. Forrest comes to the front court. Jazz led by nineteen a moment ago. Forrest hard drive gets cut off. Tries to wrap it around. It favors. They can't connect, and it's out of bounds. What do you think when they when they clean out the lockers at the end of the season? What do you think his assignment's going to be for the summer? For the who? What do you think his assignments are going to be for the summer? Four. Oh, shoot, 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 shoot more. And, and but I actually think shoot constructed, like reaching. I, I think it's a much more complicated. As you, you pointed out well, drive to the basket here by the Rockets and a foul as Brooks picks up a foul by Favors. Like you actually pointed out well, Ron, it, it, it's more complicated than just shoot. Like I think he has to rebuild his shot the way Lonzo Ball has. Exactly, and, and I think he's going to be able to do it because he he puts his, his shots in the pocket where it should be. Now, Lonzo Ball, was, was his shot was not in the pocket. I mean, he brought it from the left side over to the right side to finish. Now they brought it over to the right side so he can, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty much on line. 88-75. Jazz by 13 in control. George Niang left side three up and in, and Niang's got himself 16. George has really embraced this role, averaging about 10 points a game over the last six. Shooting percentage slipping a little bit, his three-point percentage at 40. House driving on the baseline, steps out of bounds, trying to take it at Rudy. Jazz by 16. Jazz have a one-game lead on the West. Rockets started the year 11-10, have lost 41 of their last 46 games. They're playing hard tonight, as they do every night with these guys. 
Niang driving, stepping through, put, switching left to right and banking it in. Nothing elegant about that, it just worked. 18 point Jazz lead. Top Martin, driving it, Gobert tries to float it over him, he does float it over him, but then five feet past the rim. Rebound Niang, leaving it behind for Clarkson. Jordan with his head up, puts now puts it on the deck, retreats out. Oni sets a pick, they slide off it, he drives at Brooks, spins, jump stops, out to Niang, open left side three, pow! 21 point lead for the Jazz, George Niang has 21 points on eight of nine shooting and five of six from three. He's your Jazz leading scorer tonight. 151 left. Season high for Niang, 21. Missed by Brooks, picked up by Thomas. He'll walk himself into a three off the rebound and hit his first one of the night. Well, they don't have Thomas on their roster that they turned in. <laughs> Played two games. Niang tries to lob one over the defense to Rudy. Can't get it there. Lamb attacking Rudy. Gets in the lane. Gets it spiked out of bounds. You know like when your little brother took a shot on the big brother and the big brother just like batted it down? Like when Shaq does it to Kenny Smith on TNT, that's what that looked like. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't even have to jump that high to, in order to do it. I'm not sure he jumped at all. Everyone wants to try him once. House, who may know better, pulls up for a jump shot. He's a veteran that hits. House has been in the league for a few years. He tried it about three years ago, won't try it again. 96-80, 106 left in the quarter. Joe Ingles, 14 points, six rebounds, six assists. Steps back for a three off the back rim, no good. 57 seconds left in the third. This is about exactly how the game went the other night. Rockets trailed by 17 at the end of three. Three ball for Martin, no good. Jazz with it. It's actually almost comical how similar this is. Clarkson tries to loop one into Gobert, but he goes by him. Loose ball rebound picked up by the Rockets. Razzle dazzle three left side. Thomas hits another. 96-83. Twenty seconds left in the quarter. Ingles, underhand scoop to Clarkson. Crossover, step back, three, no good. Thomas, for the Rockets, throws up a prayer and draws a foul as George Niang fouls him as the horn sounds. And they're gonna Ron review Boone. it. They're gonna review it as well. I need someone, I don't want to know the answer because the answer would be so bad. Like, we give the ball to Jordan Clarkson at the end of every quarter. I am, like, convinced he has not made a shot in, like, 20 of them. Well, I haven't, since you brought it up, I have never saw him. I don't think this is going to be a foul. No. I think Niang fouled him after the horn. Let's see what they, they're reviewing it right now. Another Siegfried and Jensen review. The review being done by... Andy Nagy in his first year made the call, and Mark Davis in his 23rd is the chief official. And I don't think this will be a foul. 
Maggie taking his right finger and kind of circling it around, saying, let me see it one more time. Mark Davis now makes a comment, and they back it up one more time to look at what they want. They've got the full view, and the red light is on. See what, here comes Mark Davis for the ruling. Let's see what he says. I think they're going to. replay determined that the contact occurred after the expiration of the period. Period's over. No foul. As we expected. And we'll head to the fourth with the Jazz leading at 96-83 on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz in control, leading at 96-83 over the Houston Rockets. Ron Boone, if someone just finished dinner, they're jumping in the car, they're on their drive home tonight, what would you tell them about this one tonight? I'd tell them that this is um, uh, just a typical win. <laughs> and not a fun game to watch. Niang, left side threes, our leading score tonight with 21 misses. Rockets led for periods of time in the second. Jazz jumped out early in the third to take control. They're up 13 right now. Rockets are badly injured. They've got about 11 players on their injured list, or 10, I think. And these are all the other guys trying to prove their value. And Tate fires the three and misses. He's 0 for 4 from 3. 3 of 14 from the field. Bullet to the corner, Matt Thomas drives the lane, gets in the air, flies Niang, open right corner three, good. George Niang hits the three, and a technical foul has been called. And I think it's on George Niang for trash talking the Rocket defender who I think hit him as he went by, and George said something to him. I think he hit George right in the face or put his hand up in the face and George taunted him. They called a tap. George Niang walks down to Mark Davis to say like, hey, there was a reason for that. And George with a new season highs. Old season high 21. He's sitting on 24. 99 84. Niang's 24 ties his career high he had against the Clippers a few years ago. Another three by Tate, another miss by Tate. 99 to 84 Jazz. Ingles, quick hard right hand drive, gets cut off, flares it back to Thomas, reset in the corner, Rudy down low, one power dribble, tries to collect it, then throws it back out. That's a turnover, Niang commits a foul. Rudy got himself in trouble. Looked like he wanted to try some of the moves that he's been working on. Ron, just uh, every single thing about this game has gone exactly as their game last night. So they'll go down 18, they'll rally back to about 10, they'll go back to 16, then they'll rally back and they'll lose by, they'll lose by eight, okay? okay? Like, this game has been an absolute mirror image of the Rockets game against Milwaukee last night. Jazz by 15. Ingles with it at the top, up by the logo. One hand pass to Thomas. Thomas walks himself into a line drive three and misses. Gobert high up for the rebound, turns around and packs it. 11 boards for Rudy. Now 11 points, a double-double. 
Thomas. Pull up, high arcing jumper, no good. Rudy battling for the rebound, Tate taps it back out. Tate on the baseline, working on Gobert, tries to spin around, flares it back out to Jeffries. Jeffries attacks, Rudy impacts on him! Ho-ho! An offensive foul called on Gobert now, rolling through the lane. Quinn Snyder's beside himself at the rookie official. His first year in the NBA, he's called 50 NBA games. Quinn is giving him a little dissertation on what should have been called. One oh one eighty six. I don't think Quinn's done yet on that one. Thomas drives into the body of Niang, goes ahead and scores it. Let's see if Quinn gives him a few more words on his way back through. Nope. Thirteen to five. Rocket run. I told you how this is gonna work, Ron. Niang driving, lobbing to Rudy, and then a foul and a finish by Rudy, but a foul first. So there's their little surge, Ron, with the that they'll make here, and they'll cut this thing to about eleven or ten or so. And then the Jazz will take it back out to 15, maybe even as many as 18. Then he'll go back to like seven or eight and then he'll finish at 10. And then those who gambled on this game will get very nervous. What was the line again, Alex? 15 and a half. That makes this awfully exciting for the final nine minutes. Thomas drives, jump stops to the lane, finger roll scoop. Rebound comes back to Thomas, takes a mid-range jumper and hits. Matt Thomas's career, by the way, is about 60% on long twos and about 30% at the rim. So that matched. He has a a little bit of Jordan Clarkson mentality there. Well, he's not getting paid for defense. (laughs) Jeffries hits a jumper on the right side. Jeffries got 17 points tonight. Nice game for him. Clarkson lobs to Rudy. He's at the rim. He'll dunk. That looked easy. Timeout by Steven Silas. Jazz back up by 15. Tom and Jerry game. 8.27 left in the fourth on the Jazz Radio Network. The NBA now. The Washington Wizards. The Indiana Pacers. All right, 133-132. The Wizards lead. McConnell in to Levert. Blocked by Westbrook. Wow. Blocked by Westbrook. Westbrook blocks. Karis Levert's attempt. His three-point attempt at the buzzer. How fitting. And a night when Russell Westbrook ties Oscar Robertson for career triple-doubles. 181. He also wins the game at the free-throw line and wins the game with defense. And I think he might have taken tickets as well. <laughs> Good friend Dave Johnson on the call, always having a good time with the Wizards. And they're going to make the play-in game. They're having a good time right now. Wizards win tonight. 133-132 over in Indiana. Westbrook tying. Oscar Robinson. That's your NBA Now brought to you by America First Credit Union. Left side three for Kyrie Thomas is up and in. And the Jazz lead is 12, 105-93 with 8-10 to play. Thomas has 21. Three threes. That is a career high. Niang working inside on Thomas. Puts up a right hand hook. No good. Thomas is a good defensive player. Jazz gets switched with him and have him going. It's not probably worth it. Here Tate driving at favors. Misses a little hook shot. He is having another tough day against the Jazz. Three of 16. He was similar in the last game against us. 
Forrest playing the backup point guard without Conley, without Donovan. Jazz looking to wrap up a five-game homestand, 5-0. and Clarkson driving, scooping with the left hand and scoring it, somersaulting back up to his feet, stealing the inbound pass, but it goes over to Tate. Tate comes to front court. Tate played at Ohio State most recently, six foot four, center in college, having to learn how to play a new game here. House, pull up mid-range jumper, no good. Rebound comes down to Forrest. Jazz don't have numbers as Forrest checks the scene. Now puts an in and out dribble and a hard drive to the rack and draws the foul. Nice read of the situation by Trent Forrest. So the Jazz lead by 14 with 7-12 left. Let's check in on Portland and San Antonio as Trent goes to the line. Both free throws good for Powell. He's got 13, and the Blazers' lead is 96-81. Two minutes gone by here in the fourth. Mills defended by McCollum, gets a screen from Pirtle. Now he goes left back behind the screen the other way. Now he puts it up from 18. That's no good. Pirtle tips it, but Powell comes away with it. It's a one-on-four, gets it across the timeline. Hesitation, dribbles, drives, goes to the rim. No, he's fouled. And Powell will go back to the free throw line. Norman Powell is manufactured. All right, so the... The Blazers in complete control. And the Lakers don't like to hear that. That pushes the Lakers even further down to seven. The Lake Blazers lead basically by two games now with four to play. Thomas, three no good, rebound favors. Bogdanovich on the run, finds Clarks in the corner, ball fakes, drives, chests it out to O'Neal, bullets it down low to favors, he'll take all the eggs and all the bacon. 113 to 93. 111 to 93. Did I give us an extra two points there? You did. I, th I think the, the scoreboard was a little faster than you thought. Usually I'm ahead of the scoreboard, so I have to yeah. add two. This is something I've learned to be able to do. Martin, three from the corner is good. He's going to play in the league. He's too good an athlete not to, and he's making threes. That usually works. 23 tonight for Martin. But those threes, I mean, it's not any of them are off the dribble or... No, nope, right. It's like... Clarkson goes behind the back, gets cut off by Martin defensively. Of course, there's a lot of players like that in the league, so... Clarkson comes off a switch, fires the three, no good. 7 of 17 for Jordan tonight, 19 points. Jazz have five players in double figures. Left side three, no good. Rebound tapped, O'Neal comes out of it. Royce, our second leading rebounder on the season. Gives it over to Clarkson. He ball fakes again, drives, pass down low to Favors. It goes through his wickets and back out to Forrest. Fortuitous bounce for the Jazz. Boyan for three, got it. 20 for Boyan, another game of 20 or more since Donovan and Mike have gone out. 5.35 left in the fourth timeout on the floor. Jazz by 18. We might get to see Azubuke tonight. He's off the injured list and available. And the Jazz lead this one by 18 with 5.35 left here in the fourth on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz lead 114 to 96. Rocket fans will have a fun day tomorrow or this weekend. Rudy Tomjanovich will be inducted into the Hall of Fame after a long wait. Won two NBA titles and for whatever reason mysteriously 
and had a great high college, great pro career there as well. But he goes in as a coach, though, right? Yep. Mike Rocket. Wells, assistant coach for the Jazz, very good very, friends yep. with Rudy. Houston Chronicle, by the way, will be doing a whole blowout on that tomorrow. I don't know if they're behind a paywall or not, but if you're an old basketball fan, that might be a fun one to read. Lamb left side for the Rockets. Jazz leading at 114 to 96 with 519 to play. Lamb drives the baseline, goes reverse side and scores. Jazz have 24 from George Niang. It ties his career high. Bogdanovich has 20, 19 from Clarkson tonight. Forrest at the point guard, gets in the lane, flares it back to Royce. Wide open three, good find, and he hits it. That is a nice find right there by Trent Forrest. Good decision making. That makes coaches happy. Tate jump stops in the lane on a crab dribble and floats it over favors him in. 117 to 100. Clarkson drives the baseline, loses it out of bounds, as was tipped away by Tate. So the Jazz lead it by 117 to 100. It's been a Tom and Jerry game today. Jazz come into the, tonight's game 49 and 18. This time last year, David, after 67 games, 42 and 25. A 50-win season in a 72-game season is kind of awesome, by the way. Totally awesome, absolutely. And not to mention it's a scholarship every single time they win. Inbound O'Neal, right corner three, rolls Royce. And Rolls Royce has got himself 11, the sixth Jazz player in double figures. Three ball straight away, Thomas no good. This game's getting a little feisty right now actually. 120-100, I think Ingles is gonna take a shot here. Oh, he turned it over instead. Thomas goes the other way and lays it up and in. Joe and Lamb have got a little something percolating. There's a few others right now in the sense I think that the Jazz are up 20 and the Rockets are you know, are still playing hard and they're probably playing a little physically. Ingles finds O'Neal on a tight curl and a foul by Thomas. And I think that's it, David. Just a little too aggressive and gotta realize, and I think the Jazz players have to realize this guy's on the floor right now is fighting for a career. Right. They and also remember that Donovan got hurt last time we played these guys mm -hmm. on a somewhat sus, depending how you viewed it. How about a play that left a little question? How's that? Absolutely. Well, there might have been a leg flip. Didn't think about this, this franchise here and where it's going and you know what's going on with this. This time last year, after 67 games, they were 42 oh, they, and 25. They are going to Cade Cunningham land, Ron. My goodness. And if yeah. they're not going to Cade Cunningham land, they're trying to go to Evan Mobley land. 122-102, Royce hits both free throws. 30-point bell brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus, and Murray, and Lexus Linden. Inviting to test drive a luxurious Lexus automobile today as a three is missed by Martin. Here comes Clarkson to the front court with 342 to play. Clarkson driving, spinning, jump stopping, twirling, and scoring. Timeout. We'll keep it here. Let's find out who rang that 30-point bell. Step off a screen. Right sideline fades and fires. He got another one! <laughs> Steph Curry! He's on a different level. He's playing in a different universe than the rest of the NBA. Ron, tonight Steph Curry played 29 minutes. I'll give you a clue. 
He took 26 shots. Let me ask you two questions. In 29 minutes, taking 26 shots, how many points do you think he scored? Well, and I'm going to assume that he's knocked down at least six threes. So I'm going to say he, you want to know the total number yeah, of shots? Yeah, give me a ballpark. It's over 30 because so, we just rang the 30-point bell. So I'm, you want points or a total of shots? Oh, uh, you, I told you I think he took 26 shots. So yeah. how, All right, how about this? How many threes of his 20, how many of his 26 shots do you think were threes? 13. 21. Get out of here. 21 threes tonight. Now, Ron, how many of those 21 do you think he made against Oklahoma City? 10. 11. He scored 49 <laughs> points in 29 minutes, which leads us to our next opponent. The Golden State Warriors. Over to Curry. Curry, pump fake, flyby, takes a three, left wing, swish. Finds Draymond. Draymond fakes. Comes right down the lane. Dunk it over Bledsoe. Says, take that and slammed it down. Curry floats it up, no good. Got his own rebound. Put back with his back to the basket, and he faked it home. No look to Wiggins. He'll let it fly. Three ball, right corner pocket for Andrew Wiggins. Throws out to Curry for three on the right wing. Good, with a second to go in the corner. Is the Golden State Warriors playoff preview possibilities. Steph Curry, that's brought to you by University of Utah Health. Number one possible in Utah for seven straight years. Jazz lead at 124-108. The line on this game was 15. We're currently at 16 with 250 left. This is getting exciting if you had money on this one. Ingles at the top. Drives with the right hand. Shoves off. Kicks to Oni. Right corner three. No good. Rebound Rockets. Jazz lead by .5 with 234 left in the fourth quarter. House Outside to Thomas, right side Jeffers, Jeffries who had a big dunk earlier, misses, offense rebound Tate, Thomas for three, no good. Rebound Bogdanovich, Jazz with a .5 lead in Vegas. Come to the front court with 2.15 to play. Ingles off a drag screen, all the way to the rack, gets no whistle that he thought he deserved and it walks out of bounds with the ball. Yeah, he, he just totally lost control of that. He was trying to have a one hand. They're going to call a technical foul on Joe Ingles there as well. Delay a game or just a no, this Liam Mouthy? This is a tech. Oh man, if you have your point five is about to swing the other way because of Joe Ingles' tee. But, and I thought Joe was trying to, that one-handed type layup that he likes to shoot from time to time and, and he lost control of it. Maybe he thought he was bumped or Something in the meantime, Thomas is having one heck of a night. Jazz 124, Rockets 109, with 210 left. Rockets up 0.5. And Thomas has a new career high. He's 11 in the quarter, 27 in the game. Tate trying a three again. Tate hits the three. One for six now. 124-112 with two to play. Don't forget they scored 33 points, 133. Bogdanovich hands to Royce. Three ball not set on the move and he misses. Royce is not great on the move. He's been great tonight, three for six overall. Thomas, bounce pass down low. 
attacking Gobert. And Jonathan Sterling's calling a foul on Gobert. Rockets are on a 10-0 run here. Well, how's that a foul on Rudy? It's all about angles with, with officials, that left hand I mean, of Tate, Ruby's. Tate took the right hand and like made all the contact with Rudy and moved him out of the way. Free throws good. Line is now three and a half points in the rear view mirror. This is the second free throw. 135 left, Jazz by 12. Ron, did I tell you exactly how this game is gonna play out by what Houston did last night against Milwaukee? Like, it's crazy how similar a game this is. Well, they've taken 53 point shots. Working inside Bogdanovich. Loose with the dribble, they come in double team. Bogdanovich clears out and hits. Thomas in the face with an elbow. Rockets last night finished this at eight. A 141-133 loss to the Bucks. Now this is a terrible call because it looked like Boyan was trying to keep from tying him up and so he, he grabs the ball and twists and catches the defender in the face. Tate gives to Martin left side. Jazz up by 12. 105 left, lob to Martin, he's high above the basket, he dunks. Rockets on a run here to close this out. Jazz never got the subs in. Couldn't, couldn't have done worse, actually. It's a 12-0 run right now. And believe me, the guys was keeping loose on the sideline there. They're... Ingles, top to O'Neal, and then he just throws it. He and Ru Rudy and Joe and Royce did not connect on that play. Joe's turning back, yelling at Rudy, like, come on, man. Royce gets credit for the turnover. Joe goes over and gets five from Rudy. Quick three by the Rockets, no good. Rebound, Gobert. All right, 10-point game, lines at 15. I don't think a lot of excitement's happening here. 18 seconds left on the shot clock. Jazz will have one possession. And Ingles throws an automatic pass. Martin steals it, slam dunk contest. Dunks it the other way, and K.J. Martin has 27 points and 10 rebounds. A 14-0 run by the Rockets to close this one. Royce O'Neal dribbles out the clock. It's fun to see the Millers at least I think that's Steve Miller and his wife back in what was the Miller seats in the front row. In fact, I think actually Steve might have changed his name, so I don't know if he did it officially. I think he's going by Brilliant, so maybe that's more. But I think that's correct now. I apologize on that. 124, 116. Ron Boone, what's yeah. the final score by tonight? How many points? 124, 116. That, that's. Eight. The Rockets Eight last night, 141-133. This game is literally the exact same game as the Rockets played last night against Milwaukee, which tells you a little bit about how Tom and Jerry games go. Joined now by Tim Lacombe.
Who's with Tim McComb tonight? Who? The OG. I'm back. Who? Back. Congratulations to you and your wife on the Thank birth you. of? Uh, young, a little girl.